This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. We have our first guest of the morning. Uh, so, uh, Morena, Hannah. Morena. Um, and so, uh, Hannah is from Dunedin Community Builders, uh, and you're here to talk about an event, Be the Change, that you held last week. That's right, last Wednesday. Yeah, we had a, spe- a guest over from uh, Seattle in the US, Boulay. Um, and it was a pretty, pretty incredible half a day. Yeah, and so, so, uh, well, where, where do we begin? What's Dunedin <laughs> Community Builders? Uh, Dunedin Community Builders is—it's a network more than anything, and it's a network of about I think 150-ish community organisations around the city, and a little bit we're sort of spreading out a little bit around into some parts of Otago as well. <clears throat> um, we don't have any kind of formal structure, so we're not a legal entity of any kind, which is, as you can probably imagine, a challenge when you need funding. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, um, and we have a kaisiaki group of, I think there's about 12, between 12 and 14 at any given time, um, really amazing people who meet regularly to talk about what they're hearing in their communities or in their community organisations or their sectors and what issues are and perhaps where we can address some of those issues and where we can support people in ways that are useful. Yeah. So it's it's quite a loose concept Rob it's like a concept yes yes but 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 um yeah loose in the sense that it's flexible and and able to adapt um yeah yeah yeah. right okay so we need the community builders and then you held this event uh last Mm -hmm. week uh Mm -hmm. be the change um and there's a report out um which is around that as well following community consultation um Mm -hmm. and so this event last week you had a special guest that's right. So um, when we released Be the Change uh, Funding and Equity in July, uh, we thought it needed a bit of it needed a, a, an event of its own, and so we'd all a lot of the people in the Kaitiaki group had been reading a lot of Vule's blogs. He's a um, former director of not-for-profit organisations in Seattle. He works a lot um, supporting Indigenous leaders and um, people of colour to work in the work effectively and with equity in the not-for-profit sector over in the States. Um, so we thought, let's get him over, let's have a webinar. And so we approached him about a we- to have a webinar and then he said, oh, why don't I come to New Zealand? <laughs> so we thought, great, that's even better. Mm. What's better than an in-person event um, about community building? Yeah, uh, and so yeah, so he we worked with Huia Community Aotearoa to um, bring him here, and he's currently in Auckland. So he he did our event, and then he went to Wellington, and then now he's in Auckland. So he's got a little tour of the country while he's here. But um, our Ōtipoti event was the the anchor for the tour. It was really about bringing the community into here the perspectives of somebody who's working in this space in a much bigger country. Um, but the messages are very much, themes are very much the same yeah. around the world. Yeah. So so what are these themes that are emerging? So the themes um, that we found 
came through really strongly as we were developing this resource, be the change, is that the funding system's inequitable. Um, it doesn't really work all that well um, for anybody, for anybody in that system, including funders, I think, although I'm not a funder, so I perhaps can't speak mm. to that so much. Um, <clears throat> um, it's inequitable. It's The money is not being distributed into Māori and Pacifica communities as much as it is into Pākehā-led organisations and communities. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the processes are really challenging for a lot of organisations and that's what that contributes to that inequity. Um, you know, if you've got a tiny little organisation that's trying to fill out a complex grant application form without the resources or the skills or maybe English as a first language or you know any of those all there's so many barriers to um, even getting into the system mm. um, and that contributes to that inequity in quite a dramatic way um, so that's that was that's kind of the, the main overarching theme I guess is that the funding systems don't really work as well as they could and then the other theme is the other question that came through really strongly on the day was how do we change it? How do, what do we do? Um, how do we make that change? Um, and so obviously nobody's got the, the soundbite answer to that quite yet, but there's very much a um, part of what happened in that room on Wednesday was people really felt supported and they felt like there was they weren't the only ones who were having these thoughts and having these struggles they were really part of a community that is experiencing the same issues mm. in their own very really varied contexts, and that perhaps you know change might be possible. And um, there were a lot of funders in the room as well on mm -hmm. Wednesday, so it was really interesting. We haven't had a chance to catch up with them yet to see what they thought, um, but that's sort of the next couple of weeks or next month or so's work. Um, but it was really brave of them, I think, to come into a space where it was possibly going to be quite challenging for their mahi as well. Um, yeah. yeah, so I don't know mm. if that's answered your question totally. Yeah, no, 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 that that, that has. Yeah, and, uh -huh. and, and I guess it, it's also hinted at the... the whilst it kind of boils down to a couple of things it's big mm. and complex and involves lots of mm. people and and moving parts and and there's 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 lots of players and so for any mm. any given individual um who wants funding um they're if they want more than one funding then you're multiplying mm. those relationships and yeah and and they may all be different. And so even mm -hmm. on a practical level, that's a lot of application forms. There's a lot of passwords yeah. to terrible online forms yeah. to hold. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of hours as well. You mm. know, even I write a lot of grant applications in my own paid work. And, you know, I can spend between, I don't know, probably three and 20 hours preparing a grant application. And then there's the, you know, the meetings with the, funding advisors in between and then there's the um, general administering of the grant and what have you and then there's the reporting at the other end all of which is you know you've got to have a process and yeah. you've got to have accountability but that's for a volunteer that's a lot of time you know and people, if people have got you know full-time jobs they've got families they've got 
you know, hobbies that they might like to do, practice every now and then, and and other family issues going on in their lives or, you know, whatever else that they do in their time. And then they've got this volunteer work administering grant applications that might be hours and hours and hours mm. of additional time. So it's all of those considerations. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's, it's it's certainly certainly a challenge when you when you and when you start adding it up. The mm -hmm. the I've yet to, I think I've yet to see a grant application from that's adequately allowed for the amount of volunteer hours involved in delivering that's what's correct. being funded. Yeah. Um, that small organisations just you know even the idea that you know you 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 get the money to employ somebody for ten hours a week for six months, yeah. and and it's going to cost. I don't know, 30 hours to recruit that yeah. person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's exactly. just nowhere yeah. to be seen. And, and you yeah. know, and, and, and yeah, I've been privy to so many conversations where, you know, there's this kind of, you, you don't want to ask for too much money. And, and what that means is that you, you give yourself. That's, that's, that's right. there's, there's, no, that's, there's no free way of doing it. You give your time yeah. or, or the money comes out. Yeah. 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 And that's a really interesting thing, I think, that feeds into this. It's all, it's the power dynamic relationship of, you know, what you just said, you don't want to ask for too much money. And it's like actually the money you're asking for, for the work that you're doing, that money is actually community money. It's not it doesn't belong to the fund holder. It mm. doesn't belong to the to anyone. It belongs to the community. And so when you've got a project because most funds only fund projects and not operations. Yes. You know, you've got to kind of do all these budgetary backflips to make sure that you're not really asking for too much money and also you're not asking for money that will pay for people to do the work often. Yes. And that I'm um, that's another thing that I personally believe really needs to change. You know, when a funding advisor says, Oh don't ask for that much money because you won't get it the response is, well, I won't, if I ask for more, I might get the amount that I need. Yes. And it's not about being greedy. It's actually about resourcing the work that you're trying to do effectively. And so my response when people tell me about these conversations that they have with funding advisors, and I know that the funding advisors are trying to be supportive in the way that they know how because they want people to get what they ask for. Yeah. So it feels like a success. But if you ask, if you need $80,000 or $8,000 for your project, depending on the scale of it, then that's what you should be able to be empowered to ask for so that the funding, the funder can see what you actually need and they can make their decisions based on complete information rather than incomplete information as yeah. well. So it's, it's a better process for everybody. And they can go, well, we don't have $8,000. We're going to give you six or three, because that's what we've got in the pot to spare. But if you'd only asked for two, based on the funding advice, you know, that's $1,000 that you would have missed out on. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that, that happens all the time. Yep, yeah. I mean, it's... it's uh, it, it, and it's it's a common. I, I'm I'm from Scotland, and I remember mm. some similar conversations in Scotland. How much do we need to apply for to get for what we need? Yeah. Um, uh, those numbers aren't equivalent, and yeah. um, it would be so much easier if they were. Um, and and I know there's there's always challenges with that, but if you 
if you if you if you're the one that goes out and just applies for what you need and everyone else is applying for more than what they need in hope of getting what they need then yeah. you don't get what you need that's right and uh, it's, it's yeah there there's there's all kinds of challenges there and so it's, mm. it needs to be systemic change doesn't it i mean yeah, it, there's it there's does. no there's there's no one person standing up and and attempting to do it right is not going to work um yeah 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 so uh, yeah. yeah so yeah that's a I mean, just, just before we went on there, you mentioned about the idea of people coming together and recognising that actually mm. it's a community event, and and uh, that we 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 every, everyone recognising and and each organisation understanding they're not alone in this. Um, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So well, um, a, a big big complex situation, and and one that you you don't want to let the plates fall during as well. Um, yeah, I guess yeah. is the other side of it is is that yeah. you know we 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 can't we can't just stop funding we can't stop doing what That's we need right. to do yeah. uh, we need to make sure that keeps going but it's uh, mm-hmm. and have this conversation yet yet more time yeah. <laughs> uh, to put into uh, into ensuring uh, you know a sustainable future it's and uh, yeah it it is yeah. is quite something um, it is yeah. So, and I think that's where part of the um, message from VU on Wednesday was about um, collective voice and um, mobilising collectively, and which is, you know, I think Dunedin's always been a great town for a protest, but I think we've sort of seen more more protests about different things recently. I don't know if that's just me. Um, yeah. Maybe I've been to more protests myself, but <clears throat> there's a, I think there's a real kernel in there of... Um, that the idea of a collective voice, but with individual, so it's almost like a collective message, but with individual voices. So every organisation has got their own work. Everyone, they've all got, you know, the communities that they're serving, that they're trying to elevate and support and um, make healthy and strong, and all of those things that all of these community organisations are doing. But they all need this change to happen. And so if, if they can feel empowered to speak up to power or that, to that perceived power, different differential, because they know that other people are saying this, the same message but with their own words, then I think that becomes really powerful as well. And it, it, becomes, um, it becomes something that funders can't ignore. Yeah. And that it's not even just funders, you know, it goes all right through to government as well. It's, you know, we t- there's the re- that review starting into how uh, pokey machine money is dispersed and so on, which is going to have a massive impact on community organisations. Yes. You know, and it's it's all very well to talk about taking that money away because of the harm it does in the community. And I absolutely talk about that totally coming from an arts background that relies on pokey money, it's really challenging ethically. But how do, what's going to replace that for these organisations? Because they can't, they're not businesses and they're not going to have shareholders and they're not going to attract the level of corporate investment that, you know, New Zealand rugby can access or, you know, other... Well, you know, we're never an arts organisation in Dunedin is never going to be the All Blacks. You know, we're yes. never going to get that level of either funding or sponsorship. And so that 
but it's still an arts organisation in Dunedin is still essential to the fabric of the city because it makes the city an interesting and attractive place to be, both for the audience and for the practitioners. Yeah. And so that, that needs support just as much as the All Blacks do. Yeah. Um, you know? well, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and it's it, it is a challenge, and that 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 porky question is such, such a big one, isn't it? It's a good one, isn't it? Uh, so we'll, we'll leave we'll leave the viewers pondering that. How how, how, can, mm. how can we fund our uh, our community groups and arts groups without 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 disadvantaging communities? Um, yeah. Uh, and um, so, um, so I've been speaking to Hannah Malloy of Dunedin Community Builders and about the Be the Change event and report. And so, Hannah, um, yes. how can people get hold of a copy of this report? Uh, it's on our website, which is dunedincommunitybuilders.org.nz. Just Google org. Dunedin Community Builders. Yeah, I think it is just .org. Sorry, yeah. that was a little bit of a blank moment. Um, it's also, you can find it on our, through our Facebook page, which is um, CN Community Builders. Uh, and, yeah, or you can email us to Builders at gmail.com and we'll send you a copy. Excellent. Um, Right, that, that's been a really interesting conversation, and and just to get an insight into into the the enormity and the complexity, and of course, what mm. we, we you mentioned was 140 organisations at the start, but of course, yeah. this is affecting a lot of people out doing good things that yeah. we're all relying on on a day to day yeah. basis to yeah. to keep things uh, how we want them to be, and um, mm -hmm. it it isn't isn't an abstract. Um, no, it, it, idea. It is actually this is this is how things are working, and things could yeah. be working better. Yeah. So, uh, thank you so much for for coming on. Um, and, uh, that, that's been really interesting, and hopefully, hopefully, I can make the next event. Uh, I'll, I'll try yeah. and not be ill for it. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you. Kira Rob. Kira. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.